to the Anna Furrow Show. I'm your host, Anna, and today's topic is all about burnout and specifically how you can avoid it. So today we're going to talk all about self-care that will help you to avoid or recover from burnout. So these are, I'm going to give you seven juicy tips here. So make sure to stay tuned. Uh, and these are the tips that I've uh, help my clients to that my clients have used and who have helped them as well as me to actually stay clear of burnout. Um, so it's it's really good stuff. Let's go to the show. So I'm guessing a qualified guest that you are listening to this podcast through your phone, right? So actually, my first tip is that you pra- start putting in uh, phone detox into your daily life, like your weekly schedule, basically. Uh, And I know this is like super controversial and it's people can become very upset when you kind of ask them to log out of the devices. And that's because, you know, our culture has become so dependent on um, being switched on, you know, being on our phones. And I will readily, you know, admit that I am as well. And I was actually shocked to realize just how uh, dependent I had become. Because uh, if you know me, I I was like the last person in my um, my friend group to get Facebook. I got you know Instagram um, one and a half years ago when I started to be you know teaching meditation and mindfulness. Um, at a yoga studio because I was basically asked by my former boss there to to advertise my meditation classes but (laughs) before that I had no uh, intention of getting Instagram for example so I really was shocked to realize uh, very recently how dependent I actually have become of my phone and I realized that when I took uh, phone detox day it was a day and I felt like you know I felt so refreshed like I had a very stressful period right then um, because you know I'm juggling different things and I'm building my business and all of this but um, what actually was so striking was that how I felt afterwards like it felt like I could breathe for the first time in ages and uh, it's really something that, you know, if, if we actually want to find more peace, we need to switch off. And I love how Marissa Peer, she's a therapist, um, she talks about this, like how she sees that, you know, earlier uh, in our human history, you know, we, 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 you know, we worked hard, but then we switched off and we were able to just relax and do stuff that wasn't like, um, you know, performance oriented or, you know, we weren't switched on all the time. Like today, you can wake up in the middle of the night because someone is calling you or texting you or sending you an email or, you know, whatever. Like we're constantly switched on. And this is really, really, really stressful for our brain because our brain feels like we have to be vigilant all the time. And so that triggers our um, our sympathetic uh, nervous system, which is the stress system. So by actually taking a phone detox, 
switching it off, putting it in either switching it off completely or putting it in flight mode for, you know, I, I do recommend a whole day, but obviously this depends how people can do it. But doing it regularly is going to help your brain recover and get, you know, uh, recuperate. And it's going to diminish your stress in an amazing way. So that's my first tip. Switch off. My second tip is uh, relaxing and or doing nothing. So once again, I know this is not easy for us. Believe me, I've tried it and it is not easy. Like you are, I know you guys are high achieving women who are really like performing at a very high level and you're used to achieving uh, a lot and being very active, working almost uh, all the time, right? So I know that this is really challenging, but I'm not just saying this, you know, um, because it's fun or so. It's actually like research-based that our brain, it kind of ties into the, the first one of switching off, you know, that if we are constantly doing things, whether it's cleaning the house, whether it's answering emails, whether it's, you know, um, driving our kids around or working out or, you know, whatever it is, even activities that might seem very, you know, good for us, it's actually keeping our brain in a triggered state, in a, in a like active mode. And when we do that for too long a time without actually letting our brain get into the rest and digest state of our system, which is when we can relax, then we are actually experiencing chronic stress and surprise, surprise, that's going to get, you know, it's making us stressed, of course. So doing nothing is like, when I say this to my clients, they're like, Anna, what? What are you saying? Like, I have to do stuff. Otherwise, nothing happens. You know, I have so much to do all the time. How can I just do nothing? And I really want to say that I get it. I get it. You know, I, I get it. I get, I feel like this too when I, I, Often I need to kind of make myself actually relax, especially at times when I do have a lot of stuff going on. But the important thing is that we actually do it. And that's because when we practice relaxation, it's, you know, it's, it's like, you know, the drift that slowly, uh, like if you've seen like stones, where there is water dripping down on them for ages and ages like sooner eventually the drip of the water is gonna start to create a little uh, hole in the rock and that's just from a little drop of water so that's the same analogy goes here you know that if we start to incorporate a little rest and relaxation uh, in our you know weekly schedule that's going to add up and it's going to also wire our brain to start to be able to relax because I hear this a lot from my clients that, you know, why can't I relax? You know, I, why is it so hard for me to relax even when I want to do it? And the simple answer is that, you know, we've been practicing to not relax for such a long time. And I'm sure that you are just like this as well, that you 
you've been very, very high achieving for most of your life. And probably from your early teens, you were really um, engaged and active in school and you were studying, perhaps you were exercising and doing some kind of, uh, you know, activity um, after school. Um, maybe you were engaged in other stuff, uh, volunteering. Basically, I'm guessing that you, as well as um, me and another, so many other women, have been really active from for years, like at least 10 years. And that's basically training our brain to be constantly active. And that is the opposite of relaxation. So doing nothing and re practicing relaxation is something that, you know, I basically learned this from Taoism. So I'm a bit of a, um, you know, spiritual nerd, and I, I've studied Taoism quite a lot. And what it right, really has taught me is, you know, um, I like to, to share the story about when they have this um, empty cup uh, analogy of how you... In order to benefit from the cup, it needs to be empty, right? And it's the same with our mind. Like if we fill our minds constantly with all kinds of stuff, it's never empty and it only gets frazzled and stressed and the power of it is, you know, diluted. Whereas if we actually start to empty it every now and then, which we do by doing nothing, by, relax, by relaxing, then it's going to reach its full potential because it gets the, re, you know, the recovery that it needs. So that's my second tip. Okay, so the third tip is a very straightforward one. It's about play. So I really, really recommend that you have a think about, do you actually have any hobbies? And if it is a hobby, is it only like so there's a difference between having a hobby that is just for pure joy, enjoyment, or one that is, you know, beneficial, quote unquote. Um, and us high achieving women are really good at having uh, hobbies that are actually, they're just other chores, if we put it that way. So for example, like exercising, uh, I consider that, you know, one of my hobbies and yeah, you can, you can say that, but it's still like, it serves the purpose of like, you know, keeping, keeping us healthy. And it's, it's like, it's too, too much of a, of a beneficial thing. So when I say that we should be playing, I'm saying do things that have no outcome besides pure enjoyment for, for your, for you. So that, that could be like, you know, if you have kids, just playing with them is like the best. That's, that's the best stress relief that there is. So if you have kids, you're lucky. <laughs> and if you don't have kids, you know, think about what did you use to enjoy when you were a kid? What, what hobbies, so to say, did you have? Like maybe you were drawing a lot or singing or, you know, dancing, um, or stuff like that and do try to take pick up on those again today and see how it feels because for example most of us are like no I can't paint you know I'm so bad at painting but that's again that's the that's the like achievement 
thinking coming up again um, that is keeping us from relaxing, you know, because who cares if you paint good or not, you know, it's, it's because it's gonna, it's supposed to be fun, right? So when I say play, do something that feels playful and it is not gonna give you any like good results for anything else, just enjoyment, okay? Tip number four is to say no. And I'm not going to go into detail here because we all know that saying no can be very, very, very hard. I would even say that it can be the hardest thing that we learn as women, <laughs> especially high-achieving women. But saying no is so crucial in order to protect your energy from burning out. Point num tip number five is prioritizing. Um, and this goes hand-in-hand hand with saying no. So... Like, basically, I, I'll share with you that before I burnt out, I could not, I, I had no clue about priorita prioritizing. So it was something that I did not do. I just had enough energy to just do everything instead of having to choose. However, after I burnt out when I was 23 and I got chronic fatigue for five years, uh, this basically was like the universe, you know, forcing me to realized that I had to make choices. I had to prioritize. And, oh my God, this was not easy for me. It took many years for me to really learn this. But basically, you, we, we need to prioritize both what we do, like our tasks, what gives you energy, what drains your energy. And, you know, can you actually maybe stop doing the things that drain you and that are pretty much useless? or that don't really give you much meaning and value in your life. And also, prioritizing really has to do with who we hang out with as well. So prioritize also among who you hang out with. Like, who do you actually give your energy, your time, your care? Make sure that you put it on the right people who lift you up and give you energy back. So that's tip number five. Uh, tip number six is, so if you find yourself like in a funk and you feel like, oh my God, I am so stressed right now and Anna, your tips are great, but you know what? I just can't switch off of my phone right now because I have so many clients or I have so many you know, projects at work and I have deadlines and I need to, you know, get it done and I just can't switch off. Like, it's impossible for me right now or I can't relax and do nothing. I'm too busy. My suggestion then is, do you, like, when was the last time you took a vacation? I'm going to be honest, like, when was the last time you really took a vacation and when I say vacation, I mean, yeah, maybe going away to a place where you, like, not home, basically, or not to a place where you have anything work-related. Also, going to a place where, where um, you can just switch off. And I, I am a really big fan of solo traveling, or perhaps you can travel with your partner. Um, because it's just a spiritual, um, 
very self-caring experience to just go somewhere and only just like it's like a retreat you know you can do your own retreat by going someplace and doing phone detox for example even a week is good enough but two weeks is generally a good idea so I'm guessing that you might not have taken that much vacation lately am I right if so maybe it's time that you actually take a vacation and only focus on you that's gonna help you to really switch off and to you know lower your stress levels because changing our environment does help it does help research has shown it so that's the sixth tip uh the seventh tip is something that I am actually going to talk more about in our next episode. So I'm just going to mention it here. And that's body signals or impulses and learning to interpret our body's language and what it's communicating to us. So, but I'll save that for next week so we can really get into into depth about that because that's so crucial for dealing with stress. So let's get a quick recap before... Uh, closing off today so tip number one to uh, avoid burnout and recover from it it's switching off or doing a phone detox regularly number two do nothing and relax number three play and that means doing something that you only do for the pure enjoyment it's not supposed to give you any good results in any way number four practice saying no Number five, prioritize both among tasks and who you hang out with. Number six, is it time for a vacation? And number seven, our body's signals and impulses and listening to those, which we will be diving further into in next week's episode. So that's it for today's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And if you know someone who might benefit from knowing this, knowing about burnout, knowing about stress, please share it with them as well. So we make sure that they don't burn out because it's not fun and it's not worth it. So I will be seeing you in next week's episode. Until then, take care. Bye.